And good morning and welcome to the Capital Five Minute Morning Minor on Tuesday, March 28th. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm pretty well, thank you. How are you? Um, yeah, not too bad. Um, right, it's 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 pretty quiet out there in many ways. Uh, Partially, I think we're we're lining up what I describe as a Super Friday when everybody releases their results to get them in by the end of March, which is a right pain in the bloody I don't know what. Um, but uh, one of the bits of news out actually overnight just sort of popped out is that, and we were discussing this a little bit yesterday, how with the lithium price coming down, was it a conspiracy theory that allows the Chinese to uh, come in and bid for these lithium assets? I see overnight, Paul, it's it's almost coming true. Um, Albemarle, the big uh, lithium major in South America, has made a 5.7 billion I shall tell a lie, 3.7 billion, sorry, do I mean 3.7 billion? Yeah, 3.7 billion bid for the Australian Liontown resources. Uh, it's been rejected, um, probably for the reasons that we were saying, that actually, um, you know, the lithium projects probably are cheap at the moment, as much of it is because they're all moving down with the sentiment of the lithium price. Um, actually, the uh, Liontown resources jumped about 50% on the back of the bid. Um, and it it actually said that it had even other bids back in October and the beginning of March. Um, so an Albemarle built a small stake of about 2% in the company. So a little bit of activity there, um, obviously going on um, in the lithium place. Don't forget Liontown obviously signed deals also with Ford and Tesla. So they've got in quite a strong position. Um, but that follows on from our conversation yesterday. Uh, anyway, there you go. That's that. Uh, what news did you have, Paul? Oh, I wanted to just add a bit on that Liontown uh, uh, Albemarle deal. Uh, first of all, Albemarle has already tried twice before, apparently, uh, on bids for Liontown. And I think the reason is, is because it would double the size of Albemarle's operations uh, in, uh, West, in Australia specifically. So it's looking uh, for definitely a scope and scale uh, kind of story that Liontown would add to Albemarle. Yep. Okay. Other news? Yep. There is a $50 million uh, loan commitment uh, arrangement has been made with the Greenland uh, gold mine redeveloper uh, uh, Amarac uh, uh, Resources. Uh, it's uh, tri-listed, actually, and this is in order to uh, get $50 million worth of funding toward the redevelopment of the uh, Nalyanak uh, a gold mine, which was uh, Greenland's only operating gold mine about 15 years ago. It represents uh, $18.5 million of senior debt on a revolving credit facility, $21 million in convertible notes, and $10 million in a cost overrun uh, uh, contingency as well. So that's the combination of uh, uh, items there for that loan agreement and uh, all uh, again uh, behind the idea of uh, trying to get the uh, Nalyanak uh, property back into production. Yeah, okay. Um, Other big news uh, out uh, uh, overnight was a new update on the resources uh, on the Ghanaville deposit, the, the Julemar uh, nickel uh, PGM deposit in West Australia held by uh, Chalice Mining. That's uh, 
for investors uh, not familiar, that is otherwise one of the biggest uh, nickel uh, and PGM uh, projects uh, or deposits yet undeveloped in the world uh, right now. It is sulfide mineralization as well, which makes it particularly of interest uh, to the battery and electrification future of the uh, world here. Um, it has resulted in a 560 million ton resource for Ghanaville at uh, about 0.88 grams in the PGMs plus 0.16% nickel, 0.09% to copper. And within that, the higher grade resources of the sulfides for which will be the main focus for development, 120 million tons at 1.6 grams PGMs and 0.2 nickel, 0.18% copper. Now this is disseminated sulfide mineralization and it will be developed in large part as an open pit mine. Um, and the logistics uh, or uh, possibilities for it just can't be that much better because it's in the heart of the agricultural country of uh, West um, uh, uh, area of uh, West Australia uh, outside of Perth, uh, so uh, about 70 kilometers away from Perth, so uh, very uh, convenient for uh, development. Oh, very good. Um, okay, one other that I would just give you, um, I think most people on, who listen to this know that we love Guanajuato Silver, Mexico's fastest growing silver producer, and it's a mini Fresnillo, but just a little idea for people. Uh, we've actually been absolutely correct to be pushing this stock because on the TSX year to date, it is up nearly 50%. And yet on its London listing, we did the dual listing, it is hardly, it is basically unchanged. Therefore, there is the most fantastic um, arbitrage if somebody wants to take advantage of it. Uh, you buy the London listed, sell the, the TSX. Actually, don't bother to sell the TSX, just buy the London listed stock. You're getting it at a massive discount. Um, Tells you the state of the London market, doesn't it? Which is pretty sad. And on it, that note, Paul, yeah, go on. I'll, and I'll be promoting that, the, what you just said, I think, when I get to Mining Journal today. Um, it, it's an absolute no-brainer. Buy Guanajuato <laughs> Silver on the London market. You're getting in at a massive discount. Uh, on yeah. that note, we'll speak again tomorrow, Paul. Very good. Thank you.